Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's a Sunday morning. It is Sam and Greg here with you until 9 o'clock. Good morning, Georgia! Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Lithia Springs. Lithia Springs. Lithia Springs. Yeah, yeah, it's going out. Uh, I'll pass if you're going from town, out past Six Flags. Yeah. You know, then kind of out there by me. D- Douglas County. And, uh, <sighs> Got a microphone that seems there. to be staying in its place this week. <laughs> Compared to last week, right? <laughs> yeah. No more dangling participles. Yeah. Shout out to the Lions. To the Lion? L- Lithia Springs Lions. Oh, 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 okay. I didn't know that there was a, a nickname. Yeah. They only got one school out there? What? I mean, some cities got, you know, Marriott's got, got a few. Well, but, but it's part, part of Douglas County, so Douglas County's okay. got a number of Yeah, they got schools. a number of them. You got Douglas County High School, you got um, New Manchester High School, you got Chapel Hill High School, you got Alexander High School, and you have Lithia Springs High School. Those are the schools okay. in Douglas County. <sighs> Good to see you, man. Yeah, man. Been a week. See, this this whole one day a week <laughs> thing is, is tough for me getting used to. You're doing two days a week because yeah. you got the Friday night show. Yeah. But That's a whole different vibe. Uh, yeah, and yes, man, it is. And, and this week. Yeah, downstairs, all around this building Friday night. You got to talk about that. Y'all got to hear about what happened. This, oh, what's man. going on downtown? <laughs> Be prepared. This is this is one of those cities where you, or this is one of those days where you are reminded, or weekends, mm-hmm. that you we live in an international city, and with every weekend, there's a whole num- lot of things that are going on that could clog <laughs> up the streets. Yep, that's it. That's, Always, you know, and and they they may be things that you can understand what's going on. And it might be a second language, might be a third language, whatever it is. But you know, it's growing around here. This is so we have a lot of stuff packed into this show. Yes, we we're do. only here for three hours. Yes, we There's do. stuff going on around the city. You heard Sam talking about things that were happening around this area, this building. We've got an event going on at Muse, at um, at Piedmont Park. We're going to talk to you about, and like I said, just be prepared. Dress comfortably. Make sure your your rent's paid. Because yeah, these tickets, these tickets are not, are not <laughs> yeah, cheap, man. Yeah. Make sure everything's taken care yeah, of. Not cheap. And uh, go out there and have yourself a good time. But listen, I, I got two things, and throughout this this show, <laughs> I wanna I wanna just kind of touch on. I'll save the other one until we start talking football a little bit because I want to get into that. But today, 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 today is the day in history that changed this country. Y'all don't know what I'm talking. Now, if you say it out loud, you probably didn't think about it. But when you say it out loud, Sam, you are old enough to know because we went through it in school. You learned about it. October 29th. Come on. Changed America. It was the, it was the, 
thing that brought on the Great Depression. Today is the day of Black. You know, we got Black Friday day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. there was before Black Friday, there was a thing called Black Tuesday. This was the day that the crash happened. Whoa. Wall Street said, enough. Seriously, this is the day that the Great Depression. Uh, Crash happened on Wall Street, and we are um, we were headed toward the Great Depression. It happened October 29th. So I'm going to be saying, except, as except I mentioned, my this, grandparents, you pardon? know, except my grandparents do exactly, yeah, exactly. Those those you, you, people, you would you would hear them talk about it. You mm-hmm. go about it. Well, oh, it was hard. It was hard. It was so hard. People, you know, and we like what they talking about. Yeah, and we got plenty of stuff around here. <laughs> but, now, it, but, but, but you know what I mean. But they, it, it was nothing. Yeah, the time of John Steinbeck. Go back, you mean novels that you, you've heard about and read about all happened because of what started on this date in 1929. Man. Was it Coolidge who was president? I forgot. I remember. We came out of having all that fun in the 20s with Babe Ruth and, and uh, bathtub whiskey and whatever they call it back then and Al Capone <laughs> and all of them. And next thing you know, boom. So anyway, yeah, I wanted to just mention this. This is one of those things that it's, I know it's insignificant to most folks out there, but it's part of our history. And so go Google it. Yeah. Go Google back yeah. Black Tuesday. It happened on this date. And again, a number of things going on. But we are the opening act, folks. For a full day of sports around here, this is what we do on Tuesday. On Tuesday. See, I've got Black Tuesday still stuck in my head. Hey, hey. Full day of football action and, and baseball action tonight. I know you don't give a about the World Series. You you better believe it. I, I mean, it's the World Series yeah, now. You know. I'm, I'm, you don't have to watch it, though. No, you don't have to watch it. You're absolutely right. It is America. You ain't got to watch it. Yeah. But I, you're right. I had to really find something to pull me toward it. And I did. Okay. And then something happened, and then, and then that reason just kind of fell through the cracks. But I am. I'm I'm curious on seeing a couple people prevail. But, yeah, you're right. you got to reach for something with Arizona and uh, in Texas here. Um, see the president? You see Bush go out there again and throw out the first pitch? Did he? Not like, not like 2001. Okay. Where he got okay. out there and threw a strike to a Secret Service agent. Yeah. He bounced it into Pudge, and he was in front of the mound. Whoa. Well, okay. You know, it's been a few years. Yeah, but no, no. we're going to get deep into what going on, uh, what happened yesterday in college football. We're going to talk some Falcons. Uh, obviously, get ready for te- uh, Tennessee today. Might want to keep your mind on the on the sale that's going on up there in Nashville. Man, it lo- it looks like that they uh, kind of decided we're going to back up ten yards and punt on this season. If you want to believe the speculation, yeah, throwing that out there, and you know, players moving around, and even. A player you would think, you know, is a big staple with that team, and everybody's looking forward to facing him today. And they had to go out and make some say, well, no, we're not interested in dealing with talking about Derrick Henry. Yeah. Uh, when you think about that team, that's who you think of. They don't know which quarterback they're going to face. Well, they know they won't see Tannehill today. Um, but you know that you will see Derrick Henry. Yeah. And uh, visited with the Falcons, you know, this week up at practice and the guys on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, we're going to be ready for King Henry. You know, everybody does. That stiff arm, that stiff arm coming. Oh, man. You know, so, yeah. Made more folks look silly yep. out on there in the field. And making a triumphant return to the show, Terrell Thomas. Yeah. We are in the NBA season, so Terrell is going to join us. We are in the NBA season, us. and so far the Hawks are 0-2. Yeah. And they're going to Milwaukee today. Ooh, good luck with that. Hey, ooh. <laughs> but we're going to bring Terrell on here, and we first got to have some fun with this dude. Because he had some, he was popping off a bit on social media about oh, his man, his was, hometown. Yeah, he was kind of trolling some folks about mm-hmm. when they beat the Braves. So we'll we, ask him we about gotta, Philadelphia and their sports teams and yeah. how things are looking up there. We got that. We're going to get into, um, like I said, a deeper dive into what's going on with uh, the Falcons and Tennessee in this matchup today with D. Orlando Ledbetter. But D. Led has got something special to tell us about. Yeah, coming up when she joins us at eight twenty. I'm very very proud of. And ladies and gentlemen, I have got a full blown. 
casting call. Now, yes, the strike continues. The writers are out on strike. Excuse me, the writers are back to work, but the actors. SAG continues to be out on strike. Productions are not being made, with the exception of those who have got themselves a special waiver. And there is a movie that's being shot that has got that waiver. And January Curry from Destination Casting is going to come on and tell you. So basically what I'm saying here is I got jobs for you. How about holiday, that? What do we say? Holiday that? money? Yeah, man. Holiday money. It's back. Yep. It's so back. January. Just in time for the holidays. <laughs> exactly. Eight you're wondering how you were going to pick up those gifts. Out. You know, we got a way to get you the money to get you to, you know. That's what we do, right? Hey, man. So that's going to come at 8 o'clock. Hey, you know, haven't put it on the website. January is going to call up, and she's going to give us a live casting call. But, listen, we're gone for six days. We come back. There's things on our mind. We have a story of the week we want to share with you. So I'll tell you what, let's knock that out right now. Time for Sam and Greg's Story of the Week. Could be sports. Grapefruit League activity. Could be news. Could be entertainment. This is our first time on the VMAs. It could be, well, anything. You know what I'm saying? Sam and Greg's Story of the Week on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Sam and Greg. You know, I don't know that there's a rhyme or reason why we choose what we choose each week. And, and like the sounder said, it doesn't necessarily have to be in sports. I decided to go with something I would probably avoid in the past, but I just couldn't this week. I spent entirely too much time learning about the state of Maine yeah. this past week. Yeah. You know, and why did I have to? So that's, and I can leave it at that. Yeah. And I can bring it up now because the drama, for the most part, is over, with the exceptions of what the families have to go through now. right? And that's the part we don't see. We hear about what happened, how it happened, and the end result, which is, like I said, good news. But I learned more about the state of Maine this past week than I, I probably in my, my whole lifetime, other than finding out what the capital was. Yeah. So, anyway, and, and not to dwell on it, that's it, man. That's, yeah. that's my story of the week. Well, my, my story is one, we're going to touch on it later because we had several, other, several others to pass away. Mine was the passing of Richard Roundtree. And... Um, for a number of reasons, um, and, and not just because of the movie Shaft, but because of what that meant at the time, mm-hmm. and um, when it began, yeah, what what it be, kind of began, and it became known as the black exploitation movie. I understand that because I'm a, but this one was the one that you know had several sequels, and it had someone in a role that we hadn't seen anybody in, you know, mm-hmm. before on, on the big screen, and it created people an awful lot of pride. Here's his brother with this natural and sideburn, that full length leather coat, and his theme music. And and so you know that 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 was something to just give people a lot of pride. We're talking '71. This is only what three years after Dr. King had been killed. That's right. And so, as a nation, black folk needed something to feel good. This guy made us feel good with with, with the role that it, the role that he played in that movie. He reprised it later with Samuel Jackson in the in the modern day versions of a, a Shaft, and he played in Roots, a number of different things. Um, but you know, just that, and I, I went back and listened to the soundtrack. There's 16 cuts on that soundtrack. Oh man, well, at least 16 yeah. cuts on that thing, and 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 some of the songs you hear, and you say you didn't realize they were associated with the film. So I just went back and listened to the the soundtrack. If you you have it, you can find it online if you want to listen to it. So uh, it's great. There was when when he died, I was reminded of a phrase. You know how you remember things when the elders used to come to your house when you were kids. When the holidays would come by and your uncles would come over and, and you the kid and you kind of hear conversations, but, you know, not everything registered with you. And for whatever reason, something stuck with you. One of the things I remember being said by one of my relatives about um, Shaft 
was that movie doesn't become as successful as it did and accepted the way it did if we didn't already see somebody somewhat similar in that. And they were referring to Clarence Williams III and Link from the Mod Squad. The Mod Squad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was on TV. You saw that kind of character first there and then then put it in the movie, but yet brought it more updated. So that was, you know, Link was 60s and all of that. Yeah. But this was mid-70s. Yeah. A whole different thing. But yet, hey, that man, that, that, that took Link to the next level. Do you subscribe to that? Because I remember hearing that, and I can kind of see it in, now. In, in, a, in a way. Because there weren't many to identify with, so they went from Link to Shaft. Yeah. Right? And yeah. Well, when Link had help, you know, Shaft was that's true. solo. Well, He's just doing his own thing. There was a and, and it was and it was an R-rated movie because there was some language yes, there was. and some scenes yes, there was. in that movie too. So, you know, I, I I didn't go to see it at the theater. Nobody took me to see it. I ended no. up seeing it on TV years later. So I never got to go to the theater to see it. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> I heard, Richard Roundtree. I, I just, to, to, to hear the music. I heard the music and whatnot. So. Rest in peace, Richard Roundtree. And uh, for a lot of other folks, like Dolomite, everything he wanted to be, but never was. <laughs> you know, fantastic. All right, we are going to get uh, into college football next. Remember, we're going to talk Falcons and NFL coming up later on in the hour. Um, but this is also, we want to start now, just let you guys know, Amateur Night is right around the corner. We will tell you what that is and remind you, you know, throughout the show. But be very careful out there. A lot of folks in costumes ain't paying attention to what they're doing on the roads. So, hope you're having a wonderful weekend. It is Sam and Greg just getting started on this Sunday morning. 29th day of October, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. It's been a week, six days since the scene. You ain't been up here. Well, you've been up here. But uh, overall, did I ask you, how was your week? It was a good week. It was a good week? Good week, good week. All right. laid back, but, but good. All right. Um... Eric, have you got a second? He doesn't have a second. I was going to ask him how his week was. Okay. So well, we can catch up with him. All right, we'll check out with him later. later on. Yeah, I, was. I, I know one thing. He was busy. It was Morehouse homecoming week, so I know he was over there at Morehouse's Spell House. And shout out to all y'all uh, in town because they were all, all over town. Okay. And, uh, you know, we'll, tell, we'll say how the game turned out at the top of the hour. But it was, it was a big crowd in town, so we welcome everybody here. Hope everybody's having a good time. Again, continue to have a good time. And they will if they're going out to Piedmont Park, which we will tell you about later on. They, they may do that. There are events going on around the city. All right. Well, Mr. Crenshaw, is it another week where we just say, well, business as usual for the Bulldogs? Georgia Tech, though, on the other hand, it, it, this is the proper holiday approaching to define this Doc, Georgia Tech team. Jekyll and Hyde, right? <laughs> yeah. Just flat out Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> I don't know if you explain any of this or anything or justify it or explain the rhyme or reason why a nationally ranked team just brings out the beast in Georgia Tech. <laughs> it, it, it does, man. And, uh, I mean, it was good. It's good to get, to get, yeah. them, to get them win uh, last night over North Carolina. That, that was That's big, uh, very big for them. They're still in the hunt for, you know, a bowl game. But you think if they had won this game and beat the folk they supposed to beat, they'd be bowl eligible now. How about that, you know? So that's the whole thing when you talk about this team. Nevertheless, it was great. Great to see the uh, the students mm-hmm. storm the field. A lot of people say it was great to see some students, some excitement from students. A lot of people think the Georgia Tech students are a little apathetic when it comes to supporting their football program. So that was good to see. And it's always always good to win one of those games like that on homecoming when alums are home are here mm-hmm. and they can get them to bring that checkbook out. 
a little bit. Yes. You know, yes. People still bring out checkbooks? If they, you know, if I think it's they just got the phone. Them, you know, maybe that or use yeah. the phone or whatever they, they did over there. But, you know, Tech got some alums with some deep pockets. And I'm, <laughs> I'm t- they, they came up with some money after last night. Just the when, visual they, of bringing out a checkbook. That, 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 that was, was I, mean, I know, <laughs> really, really, funny. right? Right, you know? But, you know but, what I think about now when I when, when I think about this Georgia Tech team? Obviously, the play is one thing. We can put that off to the side. But one of the things that's been it – was, it was really nice when I realized and then I saw it. When you're at a game, those of us that have lived here for a while, when you look out that stadium, the skyline is different. Unbelievable. It is all kinds of crazy. And I, I mean, I've been to like four events at the stadium over there. Couple games, a concert here and there, but when you look out at the at, at, at the skyline from there, from inside that stadium, it was one kind of look forever. It has completely changed, yeah, and yeah. it's spectacular. And the thing of it is, and that's what ESPN loved with the Thursday night college games mm-hmm. when Thursday night college football was a thing before the NFL decided to play Thursday night. Yeah. They they came, they made a stop here every year. Seemed like it, yeah. Georgia Tech was a stop every year on the schedule for ESPN. Because of the crowd, because the students would come up, it would be a great atmosphere, and they could pan back, pull that camera back, and see that skyline of it. Well, it's gotten behind. better. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it is simply remarkable, simply remarkable. 46-42 final, Georgia Tech outlasts North Carolina, and Drake May. Drake May threw for 310 yards last and two touchdowns for North Carolina. He's a fantastic talent, but Georgia Tech wins. They are 4-4 four and four on the year. And uh, some thoughts from Coach Key. That really was. That was it, it was awesome to see our team play out of the game we played. Right? We've talked about that. Uh, we've, we've talked about established identity. Right? We've talked about the game defines each other. It's our choice how the game define, defines us. Right? And, and we've got to make that same decision tomorrow when we get in. We've got to make that decision how that game, this game is going to define us. And no different than we did last week when we're walking the meeting room uh, tomorrow of how that game is going to and that's the thing. That's the thing that, like I said, is Jekyll and Hyde because they show what they're capable of doing. Right. You know, against a nationally ranked team on their home field, uh, they showed up just when they needed to. So that was great. You know, Georgia Tech getting that win. Next up, I think is Virginia. Next up is Virginia, uh, who beat North Carolina last week. Right. I know North Carolina got some problems. They were cruising along just fine. All of a sudden, they've lost a couple. They Mac, have, Mac Brown yeah. Lost a couple of games, but that was that was a. Max, big like one. I want to go back to Texas. Uh, <laughs> see what's going on over yeah, there. Te- te- Texas, Texas is getting ready to roll into the SEC next year with a pocket full of money. So you know we can call this now, and, and moving on to the other boys, we can call this South Georgia now. When we talk about that Jacksonville game. Yeah, they you know Florida like to make you, know, especially during them Spurrier years. You know why y'all why are you calling this the. Um, Oh, there was, the, you know, Georgia's biggest cocktail party. Where's that sound coming from? We got sound that wasn't invited to the show. It just comes in there. Yeah, man. Oh. Well, it's called, it was called outdoor, outdoor cocktail yeah. party. Anyway. Largest, out, the way largest been, outdoor cocktail party. The way the Bulldogs have dominated lately. You know, you call Jacksonville South South, uh, South Georgia. But listen, they did what they were intended to do. 43-20 to 20 was the final. Yeah. They continue undefeated. Depending on who you want to listen to, Georgia or Michigan, number one. And and, and with, with Tuesday night will be interesting. It will be. It will be. And and people have been talking about this being, okay, the beginning of Georgia showing who they are with this game and the ones that are coming up down the road. The same thing with Michigan. But right now, I, I just still am amazed 
at the conversation when it comes to college football is about everybody else. And then it's like, oh, yeah, and Georgia's still undefeated. You know and what well, I mean? Well, Which well, he love, the, he's got to love. Well, but folks were watching this, too, to see how they would do with it without Brock Bowers. Remember, they had, they, they right. come, they're coming off an open week, so they had a couple of weeks to get ready for this game uh, and get some people in that role to compensate for the lack of having Bowers on the field. Lat McConkey had eight, eight receptions, 135 yards, and 135 yards on a touchdown. Uh, that was great. 315 yards through the air, 170, 71 on the ground. That that's a good balanced performance, you know, for the Georgia offense. And the defense came up and handled business and did what they had to do. 43-20. Yep. And, and you know, when the game went the way that it went, I've been down there when the game has gone this way. Mm-hmm. And when the game starts, it's half and half. Perfectly half and half. Right. Orange and blue one, black and white the other. And all the orange and blue was gone by the middle of the third quarter. Yeah, they were. It scattered from the place. Well, you know what that was yesterday, though? That was top-tier recruiting. What you saw. It was next man up. It was everything that you expect from one of the top teams, if not the number one team in the country. It's the depth. It's the depth. And a team that you can see didn't have a lot of folks jumping to the portal. No. You know what I mean? No. So, anyway, having said that, let's hear from Coach uh, Kirby just talking about his team and what's going on with him. I think this team's improving and getting better, uh, but we're still not where we need to be. I'm certainly proud of the competitors that uh, went out and fought today for our university and continue to do that. I was proud of our fans. They supported us, um, even though we didn't start the way we wanted to, but we responded and um, played well. Yeah, well, next. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like next. What was that Belichick used to do? And we're focused on Cincinnati. Yeah. Whatever the next game is, we're not going to go back and spend a lot of time on this. But he's got to be in a spot that he thought he would never be in during the summer when they were the they were the number one topic in college football, right? For all the wrong reasons. Yeah. And right. now that they are doing it for the right reasons, everybody seems to be talking about other stuff, and they are just sort of cruising along. And I think, like I said, at this point, as we sit here on the 29th of October, they know it's going to get a lot brighter, the spotlight on them. But at this point, not much conversation about it. Well, not much conversation it will be because this is the, the most challenging part of their schedule, as it, as it turns out. Um, you know, they, they got they just won this one, Florida. They have Missouri coming up next. Missouri at 7-1. and one. After that is Ole Miss. Ole Miss right now is seven and one, mm-hmm. um, so they're going to get tested. And they come, and we're not even talking about Tennessee. You know, Tennessee is six and two, still in the Tennessee of last season, but you know these games are going to challenge them. And and the folks on North Avenue, I was like just going to say what the, you've the, been saying about Georgia the, the, Tech. The, the door of the bus <laughs> opens, and you just don't know what's going to step <laughs> yeah. off with them guys, man. Right. And uh, they're going to have them there to finish the season. So, yeah, he wants to see things and continue to prove with this team. Offensive line play played a great game, too, as well. And he talked about the line of scrimmage and the play there. We're able to control the line of scrimmage, which ultimately is the difference in this conference. If you can win the line of scrimmage, you got a chance. And that's what they did. <laughs> and, uh, they were able to do that, and it's fantastic to see them be able to execute that. That gives you know, Beck a chance to do things you know, as a quarterback. And just the overall execution was there. And that's what you want to see improve each week if, if you're this team. He said that early in the season against some lesser opponents. But, you know, you, you, it's like you always say, it's a, it's, a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's a long yep. season. You want to see growth. You want to see improvement. And this is the time when you really want to see him show it off. After that week, they get some injured players, guys who have had some nicks and some dings, healthier to go out there and play. 
And that's what he showed up in the, in the big game against Florida yesterday. So, yeah. Before we get on out of here, we're going to talk NFL, what's going on with the Falcons as they prepare for Tennessee coming up. But uh, a couple other games you want to make a comment on from yesterday? Um, from yesterday, I just um, watched, watched a little bit of the Colorado game last night. Yeah. You know, people watching what's happened with them. And big crowd, the Rose Bowl was packed, as, as you might imagine, with Colorado coming to town. But their offensive line, they were exposed against Oregon. And now they're not as deep, and so so the depth is being exposed there as well. The defense I, too. Yeah, I think, well, the defense stayed on the field all night. You know, that's that's the other thing. Um, you know, so coach. But that's Brown, all right. He's, he's getting dogs. Guys, he's gonna get some more. He, he, well, that well that's the thing. And the, can he still get the team bowl eligible? And I think that's the thing that people look at the Colorado now and see if he can still do that. But UCLA showed up. Man, I tell you what, they got the story last night was those twins they had on the defensive front for UCLA. They hit the transfer portal. I think they were like at North Texas State, mm. and they go into the in the portal not knowing if they were going to get to go to the same school. And Chip Kelly brings them out to UCLA. Them dudes were game changers. They stole the show last night. Oklahoma showed why people just and not putting any of their money on them. I don't care where they're ranked at, but lost to Kansas yesterday, thirty-eight to thirty-three. That's the one I want to talk about. And you know, also, you know who's won three straight games now for the first time, and who knows when? Nebraska. Nebraska has won three straight football. They, you, you would never think that would be a deal, right? And with, with the Nebraska program has been down through the years, they won three straight football games, I think, for the first time in like almost 10 years. And there's another team, much like we said about Kirby Smart, that folks, that they believe and hope that don't talk about us. Just don't pay any attention to it. And that's Florida State. Remain yep. undefeated. Yep. Yep. Took yep. out Wake Forest. I got my eye on them. I got my eye on them. You, oh. Seminoles are back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back. Uh, all right. We're going to talk about this Falcons matchup for today, Tennessee. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 thegamecom Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 thegamecom It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, the 29th day of October. For most of you, you understand why we are playing that as we come back. For those Ooh, of you sadly. who do, Yeah. Uh, if you did not hear the news, um, Matthew Perry died yesterday. 54. Uh, 54, apparent uh, uh, drowning um, in his – well, I've heard a number of stories, and you can just Google it, but the story is that we lost Matthew Perry uh, yesterday. I mean, you talk, we started off talking about Richard Roundtree, and you got the Matthew Perry story, and then we even get to uh, Richard Mole. Yeah. From if those of you old enough to remember the TV show Night Court. Um, bull. <laughs> I mean, one of those guys that you know, like like Chewbacca. When you see him, you know him, and you, yeah. you know, just one of those recognizable faces. But yeah, we got the news yesterday about Matthew Perry. I don't know. Are you a big friend, fan of the show? I was not a big Friends TV show me either. fan. Me either. Didn't connect with me. Liked Matthew Perry. Liked him when he, you know, some of the other stuff he did. Um, I can't now see. All of a sudden, I want to bring up those two movies, those heist movies, if you will, that he did where, with Bruce Willis and Michael Clark Duncan. Um, where he was the mild mannered uh, husband to this really I don't know, the actress's names escape me too. But they, they made two of them. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, a fan. He'd went through some things, yeah, and it looked like he had uh, changed. But everybody will remember him as Chandler from uh, from that TV show. So again, I mean, it was like I said, it was it was this show in, in Seinfeld back in the '90s. Yeah, that were getting most of the people. So, anyway, rest in peace, uh, Matthew Perry. Fifty-four years at fifty-four years old. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning uh, as we get ready for a day of just this is the best time to be an American 
sports fan. Because, yeah, we're sitting here and we're going to get ready for Falcons in Tennessee. There's World Series action going on. Yeah. NHL is up and running. We're sitting here talking about college football. And, and next week, MLS playoffs. I was about to say. Atlanta United's got to play. We'll be going to boom, Yakamakas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yep. 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 We hope we get some boom yakamakas, man. I'm hoping we got two last time. That's what I'm hoping. That's hoping, and we got it on here on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Uh, and, and by the way, uh, our friend is, uh, and he's kind of a family member. And we shouldn't see really call him a friend. He's, he's kind of like our cousin now at this point, Terrell. Yeah. He's he getting a little cocky. Kind of like what you said earlier. He was trolling some folks. Yeah, he's trolling he's some folks. Me, you know, he's dropping names one. now. Yeah, you, you hey, Magic Johnson here, yeah. Trey Young there. Yeah. He's coming here with his chest all puffed out, and we're going to have to remind him the city that he comes from and how he was trolling folks about that city. <laughs> Ask him, how you doing up there with James Harden? How's that working? Yeah, really. That, yeah, when last time you checked in with him? How's that Bryce Harper parade down that's, that's, uh, Main Street there working? Ooh, hey. All that stuff. So we'll get into that, but we'll get his thoughts on the league so far. Uh, also, January Curry, we're talking about some of these folks we lost in, in show business, but we've got a full-blown casting call coming up. It's been a while. It has been a while, but uh, you know, while the strike continues, well, this is why it's a thing. Writers went back uh, to work, but the actors remain out on strike. Our, our, my man Eric Goins is still out there at the bargaining table trying to get things done, but in the meantime, there are productions that get these, you know, they get exemptions. They get they get these waivers, and they can continue or at least start production. And there is one that's being up and running. It's a, so the it's, casting call is back. Call your friends. Wake your neighbors. We got jobs. You, you, you know, casting call is back. This yes, week. it is. Man, holiday money. Can I? Can we give a shout-out to somebody, to our home folks? Of course. Oh, yeah, please do. He's looking smooth, too. Man. Very nice-looking suit. Um, on ESPN this morning, they got the NFL program that's on. And, um, it's NFL Live. NFL Live. NFL Live. And... Hosting this week is Atlanta's own Coley Harvey, a yeah. uh, friend of the show and a dude I'm really, really proud of. And, you know, a lot of people, for me, still the story of the year is that we saw a miracle. We That's saw, true. you know, in, in early in early in the season, uh, early this year. And, uh, with Hamlin. With Hamlin up in Cincinnati. And this man's job was to stand out in the cold That's day That's where everybody got night, introduced to him. <laughs> day and night and freezing and uh, just talking to family members or whoever would give them information and, he uh, did yeoman's work on that story, and uh, it's good to see someone who works and earn to get a reward, and mm-hmm. him being on, on, on this Sunday morning. So we're here in the studio, and we do have screens. We watch a video. We usually watch, and uh, I t- I've been tipped off that he was going to get to host it this Sunday. So shout out to Atlanta's own Coley Harvey. And, and the other TV there. tells us it's 83 degrees right now, or we'll reach we 83 will be today. To, we'll be to. That, that's important we'll for the folks going to the park. Which we'll tell you about here in a little bit, too. Yeah. And by the way um, – for our audience members, you're talking about Coley there, and you you go back to him from where? Where, where what school did he? Well, he went, well, he went to high school in the area. We went, he went to to love it. Thank I mean, you. From it's, it's, but his family has in, been involved in journalism and reporting, so like he kind of followed in their footsteps a bit, and then you know. Well, I wanted you to mention love it because you yeah, know we always yeah. like reaching out to high schools. And well, absolutely, like that. absolutely, and he yeah. and he would appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so what are you expecting, if anything, today? Or is it one of these when we talk about the Falcons and, and getting ready for this matchup? Well, what, the people talk most about it. Just you expect to see a mirror image because Arthur Smith is going back where he used to coach. Yeah, well, that when you say a mirror image, we don't have a Derrick Henry. No, we don't. But we're gonna, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna do the best we can to emulate that some way. Yeah, don't don't have a Derrick Henry. I just I wonder how much <sighs> rope the quarterback's gonna get for this game. I mean, if he if he has fumbleitis again, oh no! I, has, I, I I think I, I think we're riding a dime with with the quarterback, 
And uh, um, and, and by the way, many of you probably saw video or pictures this I week did. when we went sure. up to Falcons uh, on Wednesday. Uh, they made sure that all the media was in place, and then they worked on ball security drills. Now, I had some friends uh, I told about this. Is oh, they're doing fumble drills? No, <laughs> we're not fumble drills. Yeah, they ball, are ball security yeah, drills, okay. and they made sure that we saw that they were working on ball security with Desmond Ritter. They did do the that. Game. They did do that. And so, uh, you know, he, you know, he's, to me, it's all part of growing. You know, it really is, and people get alarmed. And once again, like I said, all the hand-wringing that goes on here on Sports Radio Night, and you know who you are, those of you who call in uh, here <laughs> during the week. And, and uh, it's, just, it's just, just like you're dying over it. We're in first place for crying out loud. It's we're in first place, man. It's a passion. We're, good. we're in first place. That's what you I want. Get it, you want to be in first place, right? Yes, you do. You know, I know you want add water and stir. You want this guy to be Joe Montana. That ain't happening. But but is I it happening? Be, but, it, but is it, but is it happening for any other of the other young quarterbacks that are coming up in the NFL? They're all taking their lumps. CJ Stroud looks like he's doing pretty yeah, good over right, there. Okay. We, 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 we beat him. I'm just saying he's we, looking pretty we, good up in you know. We, we, we beat him. The young, but, but I'm just saying the one up in Charlotte's having problems. The one nope. in Indianapolis is out injured. Yep. You know, so I mean, you 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 got this group of young quarterbacks. You know, the one that they didn't like originally up in New York, they've had for the Jets, they've had to throw back in the fire. That's you true. know, and everybody, everybody even Joe yeah. name even Joe name Joe Namath said again. But here's the thing, <laughs> you know, so I'm just Aaron Rodgers got out of bed and is actually helping him out. Yeah. So that's the only reason that this guy has stayed there. there there's and, been and video that. of Aaron Rodgers out throwing the football. Oh, he just. You know what I mean? And so I mean, but we know he ain't coming back. Yeah, he's, he's a paper cut. I mean, just but 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 let him go back and just rehab. Please. But I'm just saying, people are all you know up in arms about Ritter, and for all that's gone wrong, we're here. But it's because of the defense. Mm-hmm. The defense has been lights out, and they're going to be called on again today to face a Derrick Henry. That right now the Titans are trying to defuse rumors that they're about to trade him, which they still could be about to trade him. They still him, could, you yeah. know. Um, so that's that's the that's the the thing you, you think about. But Arthur Smith talked some this week, and let's see if we can hear some from Coach. Uh, first of all, uh, uh, about uh, about just Ritter, you know, and giving him some credit for winning. We just won the game, sixteen to thirteen. The guy played phenomenal in the pocket, delivered the ball. Last week he threw a couple picks, fixed those. I understand it's like a game of whack a mole, but he's in his eleventh start. Just got a good road win against what was that the third ranked defense in the league. So let's give, let's give him some credit. Let's give this team some credit for winning. There's always things to, to figure out. We're not going to run away with some negative narrative. We found a way to win. I know this about Desmond Ritter. He's tough. He's a winner. So that's Coach standing by his guy. I mean, the, the work that they poured into him, you don't think they're going to just run. No, I don't think ju- that's the and case. jump off the 17th Street Bridge because of some I, of the things that's happened. So, I mean, a lot of work has gone into getting him prepared to get to this point. A, a lot of work. And, you know, and, and the thing of it is in the second, you know, the defense kept giving him chances. And at, with time running down, he makes the completion of who? Pitts. Everybody wonders, mm-hmm. where's Kyle Pitts? Where's Kyle? Here's Kyle he Pitts. showed here's, up. Yes, here's, he did. Here's Ritter completing the pass to the guy you say you want to see him to throw the ball to. He gets into position for the game-winning field goal. What else y'all want? They want, uh, they want red zone performance instead of three, t- uh, three fumbles. They don't want him to lose the ball. Oh, that's what they not. want. Of course not. Okay, no, so no, that's the answer you question. That. They want they want to look they want a team that looks confident once they get to the red zone. Yeah. That answers your question. Yeah, that's, want instead of and, 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 and that comes in time. I, I think by the time oh, we I think you we hope get, it comes in time. I think it will. 
Okay. I, I think those, those those things happen. I mean, but if they but, don't, because remember what we talked about the first two or three games of the season were. Basically, if you talk, we're going to call it the deal and let better. The first two or three games of the season, it's still like an extension of the preseason. These guys haven't spent time in a game, playing in a game together all on the field at the same time for an extended period of time, not in the preseason. They're out there for a hot minute. So the way the NFL, kind of the way the league works today, and maybe that's why we it's so soon this year we don't have an undefeated team. We used to go into like November with at least one undefeated team, not, not this season. And I think that's part of the reason for it. All of that is well and fine. I know what and, you're saying. But yeah, I'm just... and you know what I'm saying, too, because, see, you, you, you come from a point of, of, of covering teams, covering sports, and being, you know, removing the fan from your approach to, you know, what you're watching. This, I'm a fan of this You team. are, but right now you're giving, me, you're giving me intelligent feedback as to why things are happening. That doesn't come from some, you, you know, you're talking about being there at games. You're talking about covering these things. This is what I've seen when I'm on the sidelines. I'm saying to you, you know fans don't care about that. They don't want to see this dude fumble the ball when they get inside the twenty. They will. They don't want to. They want to see competent play. They want. They believe. They don't want to wait for the hurdles that a young quarterback has to overcome to become a Patrick Mahomes or at least a comp. I won't use him. He's the outlier. But a a a, a quarterback who you believe going into a season gives you a very very good chance of making the playoffs. That's where it starts. Yeah. Well, and we ain't there yet. No. You hope it's there, yeah. but that's what fans want, and and so yeah, I, you know you don't need to be jumping off the bridge like you talked about those callers coming in here, but yeah, they got the win. Everything Arthur Smith said, and the guy played how he played. But yet there are things you can also draw upon that make you go crazy. Here's uh, Coach talking about the fumbles. Oh, you continue to work it. I mean, the, the one, I mean, I swear it's like Murphy's law. You show those situations, and can we we can't. Until you run through the goal line, don't don't let up. Um, so we got to continue to to work it. The snap. I mean, I, like I said, it's stuff we have to clean up. Um, but I will say this about Des. You know, a lot of it's he sat in there and delivered some big time throws today, especially when we needed it late and got the ball to Kyle. Essentially, won the game. Uh, but yeah, I mean those. I mean the ones on a sack fumble. I mean he's going to throw it. One's on a snap. One's letting up, running in. So. Um, we'll, we'll find a way to, I promise you, we'll find a way to fix it. There we go. Oh, so that's, that's, you're good with that. You're four and you're four, you're four yeah. and three and you, you're leading your, you're leading your division. Okay. That's what I think. That's okay. What I, think, I mean, know. listen, again, you can't knock the facts. They are with exactly what you said, but there are, teams who we apply the eyeball test to, and you know that some of those wins came despite their play. Yeah. You know, and that's all I'm saying. As we, as we move forward here, we get in, we get into the, you know, the meat and potatoes of this season and some of these other matchups, it's going to be interesting. That's all I'm saying. I feel good about the fact that whatever happens with this team, they're doing it in a division. We feel pretty comfortable about the other teams, and they're not really going to be nipping at your heels. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. So... Anyway, we're not done talking to Falcons. As Sam said, D. Orlando Ledbetter is going to be joining us in the 8 o'clock hours. We move toward the 7 o'clock hour. As always, we start things off with Mr. Crenshaw letting you know what is going on locally. Terrell Thomas from these Urban Times. We're going to talk some basketball with him. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to get a shoehorn out and make Mr. Crenshaw talk about the World Series. <laughs> as much as he's not watching it, we're going to talk about that coming up. It's Sam and Greg on this 29th day of October. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you in the Odyssey app. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 